If you're looking to free up more of your time as a practice owner, have better staff and have them stay with you for longer, then you're gonna to want to tune into this episode. All right, so today's episode is the continuation of the series when it comes to building a high performance physio team, right? Today's particular episode is called vulnerability, the core of trust. Now, you might wonder how this is actually relevant to me as a physio practice owner who's looking to generate more revenue and profits, all right? What I'm about to share with you in the next few minutes is a fundamental principle in getting your team who are the main revenue generating people, right? Or assets, if you wanna call it that, getting that team right and getting a better team, a higher performing team. It would relate directly to profitability and freeing up your time. So firstly, as I mentioned, this is the third episode in a series. So if you haven't already, go and check out the setting the rules episode and building trust because they create a very strong framework for this particular conversation. You can still listen to it without that, but this, you know, watching these will create a stronger framework. All right, so firstly, we're talking about vulnerability today within a team, all right? It can be a bit of a wishy-washy subject. How is this relevant to business and having a profitable practice, you might ask? Well, let's go through it. So firstly, the biggest thing is being physios and being health practitioners, there's a lot of societal pressure for us to perform well, be right, get things right, right? There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of therapist pressure to get things right, treat well, do the right thing, right? And having being, and because of this and not being vulnerable enough with, uh, with your team members or even with your patients, right? can prevent expressing doubts about something, about a treatment process, whether what they're doing is gonna cause damage or is it gonna be good, right? Now it can prevent expressing doubts, not just within the team, but within the patients as well. Because what I found is instead of, you know, me as a physio, when I'm treating a patient, if I don't really know how this is gonna be treated, I'm gonna let them know that straight up front. All right, uh, in the sense that this is something that I'm not truly experienced in or I don't know the exact directions, I will tell them that. That's being vulnerable because when you do that, what'll tend to happen is that patient will see you as a person, number one, all right? You're just not a machine or something that gets things right all the time. Number two, they can see that you're putting your ego aside and putting their, um, their well-being right at the top by being really upfront, all right? Now that's very, very important because that creates a lot of trust within patients. So that is why vulnerability is very important when it comes to patient and therapist interaction. But when it comes to um, team and within the team, we'll explain what that is, right? If we, if we don't get the vulnerability part right, right, there's a lot of things that can um, that can be affected because of that. Well, firstly, you know, as I mentioned, patient care. If you're doing something purely out of not being vulnerable and out of your ego or, or not really knowing what you do or getting the help that you need, you can really affect or cause 
patient damage even, right? Or decreasing patient care. Then itself, that can you know, damage the reputation for your clinic, right? And then it'll cause staff, um, it is detrimental to staff retention, right? If there's no vulnerability and bonding within a team, they don't feel like a part of a team. They don't feel like they belong. So it can affect staff retention. And all of those things, obviously, if you have a look at them in combination, it's gonna cause effects, negative effects, on profits and revenues. This is why it's very, very important to get on top of this subject um, very early and pretty much constantly as well, right? Because us as physio clinic owners can tend to expect quite a lot from our team, including right, them knowing exactly what to do, right? Them being the best therapist by themselves all the time, all right? doing everything seamlessly. And this applies not just your therapist, but obviously your, all your other staff as well. All right, the, we expect for them to maybe get along uh, with everybody or get along better with everybody. Or, and then we expect them to generate profits. We have, you know, when we employ them as part of, the, it's a big part of why we employ them, isn't it? So to get, generate revenue. And we expect them to do all of these things uh, perhaps without realizing what's really important at a fundamental basic level for, for these things to be really possible, all right? So if you ever felt any of this, you're in the right place. Let's talk about how we can actually address that and get into a better place so we can actually have more probability of getting these things achieved, right? So it is all possible, right? Um, doing the right way. And it all starts with the vulnerability side of things. So, um, there's a couple of other things that you may have seen, all right? Have you ever seen, um, you know, even you or your staff or your therapist not getting the results they want with their patients, right? Or even your front desk staff or whoever staff is not getting their, not doing the job that they should be doing, all right? if they feel like they're unsure what to do in treatment or in certain scenarios, if you ever felt that someone's like that, or even, if, even if you felt that yourself as a practice owner, if you felt overwhelmed by what's going on, all right? If you felt lost, if your team has felt lost, right? Or you or your team has felt separated from the rest of the team, all right? This is something that's common commonly felt and seen when vulnerability at a core level is not really there. It's a funny word, vulnerability, if, you, if, it's, if it's quite new to you, but it's a quite an important word. These are some of the things that can occur because everyone's, you know, typically tend to be protecting their own ego and themselves and their image, so to speak, rather than looking for ways to remove that and really be at one with what they're really trying to do, isn't it? Right. So, as I mentioned, the key to you know, reversing some of these things that we talked about, the key really is vulnerability, right? But what is vulnerability? Well, you know, um, it's really, really at a fundamental level, you know, it's, it's, it's someone being, someone exposing themselves to potential hurt or attack, right? Someone feeling safe enough to do that right? But someone feeling safe enough to admit mistakes. Someone safe enough, feeling safe enough to feel uncertain and ask for help, all right? 
these things, you know, your, your therapist can feel, whether, whether it be a particular treatment technique, whether it be um, how they interact with patients or whether it be, you know, how, um, they're, how they're creating value for the practice, whether it be if they're a good team member, all these kind of things, all right? This is, this, this is what vulnerability is all about, right? And your role, you might feel like as a practice owner, that you might have to police all of this, all this yourself amongst all of the group, right? But if you really think about it, okay, the best way to free up your time is to let things run by themselves, right? And one of the best ways to do that, you create a team and a culture that's really, really comfortable and feel safe to be vulnerable to do all of these things, all right? That's, that's the key thing. So... I want to go through what's called a trust equation. All right, just sort of sums this concept pretty well in a, in a slide, so to speak, right? So basically, the expression of vulnerability from anyone, it equals, if you really think about it, if someone's being vulnerable with you or if the team is being vulnerable with each other, it's really an open invitation to support. They see you as a person that they can speak to and talk to about some potential support they have, all right? That's what it truly means for that person who's being vulnerable, all right? And if, if then what it can do is, given the right circumstances, it can create mutual understanding and support. So given the right team, given the right attitude, given the right culture, you'll create mutual understanding and support, all right? Doing this will solidify the team bond, make it even stronger, all right? So the vulnerability, if, if, if you're truly caring about what you're doing as a therapist, how you're being as a team member, how you're creating true value and care less about you and your ego, all right, you, you can really create these cultures. And like I said, all of these will free up your own time because you know, all these things will happen by itself amongst the team. But this is the trusted question. So when you really apply this trust equation and get the vulnerability right within the team, what are some of the effects? What what would as a practice owner, what can you know what's in it for you as a practice owner, right? Well if you really think about it, like I mentioned, one of the key things that we want to do is free up our time. Right? And we can only do that if things are working by itself. So People and your staff and your team will collaborate better, all right? They'll find the solutions faster. They'll, you know, they'll find ways to increase patient care, all right? They have a higher job satisfaction at your practice, all right? And because of that, more satisfied, they feel more connected to a purpose and they feel like a family, they tend to stay longer, all right? The longer staff stays, the less training you have to do when you recruit new staff because you're building on an existing base, right? Therefore, it creates more revenue and more profits and more time as a practice owner. These are the three biggest things that you really need to look at internally. All right, so when it comes to vulnerability, all right, so all this is great in concept, but what can we do to really instill vulnerability um, within our team, all right? Well, firstly, 
as a leader of the practice, it all starts with you. And it's almost impossible, I would say, almost you know, impossible for the team to be a certain way if you're another way. Because they will, whether we like it or not, they will look up to you for some sort of at least guidance and how to be and how to behave with other people. All right. There's this great saying, Steve Jobs, who's uh, one of my, uh, who I really admire, he always used to say in his company, you know, when you have great leadership at the top, it trickles throughout the company. And that's what happens, right? So the leaders, whatever they do and however they behave will create the, the method and, and the ways of being amongst the team. So it always starts with the leaders, all this stuff, right? So regular in-services, the most successful practices that we know, they have regular in-services at least once a fortnight, and ideally once a week, where all the therapists block their time out for an hour and a half, two hours. They talk about everything in terms of you know, patient care, what they're struggling with, what they're not going with, all that kind of thing, an environment where they can get together and really rely on each other. So they're spending time with each other, they're collaborating with each other, solving problems together, they're coming up with better treatment plans, they feel more connected, they feel more bonded, all of this will take time away from you as a practice owner because it's a self-working engine, all right? Peer-to-peer -peer mentoring for newer staff. So, you know, when you have a culture of vulnerability and, and staff stay longer and they're happier, Right? You really want to make sure that that is something that you really try and foster and create more of within the organization. So whenever somebody new comes in, you know, if you feel like or if you already still do the mentoring for the new staff, you can have the more experienced staff mentor the others into more leaders, vulnerable leaders. Right? And, you know, and creating, the last one is creating safe spaces and times to discuss non-work-related um, issues, right? Now, uh, this could be, um, yeah, it could be over anything. Uh, you can be as creative as you can with this. So there's no set rules, you gotta keep things fairly simple here as well, right? Allowing these team activities, which are potentially, which are non-work-related as well, will create deeper connections within this team, which reinforces all of this, right? which eventually creates more time for you as a practice owner, more profits, and more revenue. And it'll keep going that way because the team is stronger, okay? So, like I mentioned, um, when we create a culture of vulnerability and support within our team, you know, you know, some of the things that we talked about before, what we tend to expect from our team, you know, knowing what to do, be the best therapist, doing everything seamlessly, getting along with, you know, lots of people and everyone, generating more profits, freeing up more time, and generating more revenue, it becomes all the more possible, all right? So I hope, I hope that was useful. Um, if you wanna know more about how to get more new patients to your practice on demand, scalable, predictable kind of way, Go to our website, physiomarketing.co. There's lots of resources there. Have a look through. And if you want to have a bit of a chat about how you can do that for yourself, please feel free to book a no obligation call as well. There'll be a book a call option there. Other than that, thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you very soon.